The previous Mishnah listed a number of ways in which the punishment of a Saita is midokneged midok, measure for measure. And now the next two Mishnahs go slightly sidetracked to discuss where else in Tanakh we see this idea of midokneged midok. Mishnah Ches discusses it for the bad, for punishment. And Mishnah Test discusses reward, which is midok neged midok. So example number one, Shimshon Halachach Ha'enov, Shimshon Hagibar, followed after his eyes. The Pesukim in Shoftim describe how Shimshon Hagibar saw a particular woman, and he said that he shorob enai, she is good, she is upright in my eyes, and she was from the nation of Pelishtim, and even though most understand that she converted before Shimshon married her, since he followed his desire, and went against the wishes of his parents by marrying her. The Fichoch therefore, Nikru Plishtimus Einov. The Plishtim poked out his eyes um, when they captured him in the battle. Shanemar, as the Posik says, Vayachazu Plishtim, and the Plishtim grabbed him, Vayinakras Einov, and they poked out his eyes. Next example, of Sholem, who was the son of David HaMelech, and he led a big rebellion against David HaMelech in order to try and usurp him from the throne and become king himself. And the Mishnah tells us that Avsholim is go'ob is Avsholim was very arrogant and became very proud from his hair. The Pesukim relate how he grew his hair very long and would cut it once a year. And Midokaneged Midol Afichoch therefore nislob is He was hung by his hair and that's ultimately how he died. Whilst he was riding on a mule, his long hair, because he grew it so long, his long hair got caught and entangled in the trees and he ended up being hung from there and died like that. Now, during his rebellion against Dovid HaMelech as king, Dovid HaMelech was forced to flee from his palace, and he left his ten pilagshim. A pilegesh is a sort of half-wife, as it were. It's not one's main wife, but one would have relations with her. And Dovid's ten pilagshim were left in the palace, and Avshalom came and refreshed while Esri Plagshim Oviv. Because he had relations with all ten of his father's pilagshim, the punishment for that was Therefore, ten spears were pierced into him. As the Apostle says, And ten men surrounded him. They were the people who carried Yoyov's weaponry. Yoyov was the general of David's army. And he found Avsholom once he had been hung on the tree. And his ten men pierced him with a spear. And as the Mishnah, because our Sholem stole three hearts, that's what it literally means. That means he deceived three people. Leiv Oviv, the heart of his father. Leiv Beistin, the heart of the Beistin. Leiv Yisrael, the heart of the Jewish people. The Yushalmi explains that Avsholim asked his father that he should write a letter saying that Avsholim can choose any two men in the entire Jewish people to serve him and work with him. And then Avsholim went and took that letter to lots and lots of groups of two people. So he deceived his father, he deceived the Jewish people, and the people who he chose were from Bastin. He chose very important people. So that's what the Mishnah is referring to. Shenem, as the Pesach says, And Avsholim stole the heart of the people of the Jewish people. Three rods were poked into him. As the says, This is talking about Yoyov when he found Avsholim there. It says that he took three rods in his palm, in his hand, and he stuck them in to the heart of Avsholim. And on a similar note, the same applies for the good. 
And the Gemara explains that it's not on the same level. As we're about to see in the coming examples, when Hashem rewards Midok Neged Midah, He rewards much greater than what the person did. For example, Miriam Miriam, who was Moshe's sister, she waited for Moshe for one hour. It's not literally an hour, it's a short amount of time. This is referring to when Moshe was born, and his mother Yocheved put him into a basket and put him into the river in order to escape from the Egyptians' decree to throw all of the babies into the river. And his sister, Miriam, waited by the river to watch over Moshe. And his sister stood herself from a distance in order to know and see what goes on. Therefore, the entire Jewish people delayed themselves and waited for her for seven days in the desert. This is referring to the episode when Moshe and Aaron spoke Lashon Hora about Moshe, and Miriam received Tzara'as. And when one receives Tzara'as, they have to leave the camp of the Jewish people for a week, and they are Tomei, so she had to wait outside of the camp. And out of respect and honor for Miriam, the Posuk says, Shinemah, the Posuk says, The people did not continue traveling until Miriam was gathered back into the people after the week that she had Sara'as. So this is a very clear example where the reward is Midokonegat Midah. The reward comes from the same type and the same roots of what the Mitzvah was done with. However, the reward is much, much greater. She waited there for an hour or even less than an hour. And because of that, the entire Jewish people waited for her for an entire week. All right, next example. Yosef Yosef merited to bury his father Yaakov. And there was no one amongst his brothers who were as great as Yosef. Meaning he was considered to be the most important person. He was the second in command of the entire Egyptian empire. And when Yaakov died, Joseph led the entire burial and he gave great honor to his father Yaakov. Shnem, as the Pasuk says, And Yosef went up from Mitzrayim in order to bury his father Yaakov at Morasamach Pelah. And the Pasuk goes on to say, And chariots and horsemen went up with him. So that was the big mitzvah which Yosef did. And Milon Godom Yosef. Who do we have who, great, who merited to a greater burial than Yosef? Shalonis Asik Moshe. He was rewarded that Moshe was the one who dealt with the burial of, Moshe, of Yosef. Moshe Zohar was Yosef. Moshe merited to do this mitzvah of taking the bones of Yosef from Mitzrayim and making sure they would be buried in Eretz Yisrael. He passed them on. And nobody else in the Jewish people was as great as him. So this was a great honor for Yosef. As the says, it says that Moshe took the bones of Yosef with him when they left Mitzrayim. And who merited to a greater burial than Moshe Rabbeinu, which is as well that only Hashem dealt with his burial. Shem, as the Pesach says, that Hashem himself buried Moshe in Gai. And the Mishnah adds that they didn't say this just about Moshe Rabbeinu, but rather about all righteous people. Shem, as the Pesach says, your righteousness will go before you. The glory of Hashem will gather you in. And that refers to the fact that once Tzadikim die, Hashem brings them to Olam Haba. So it's not exactly the same as Moshe. Moshe, even the actual burial, Hashem, as it were, performed. However, the fact that Hashem, when Tzadikim die, Hashem deals with them and brings them to Elam Haba, that aspect occurs for Tzadikim, just like for Moshe. So the last couple of Mishnahis went a bit sidetracked to discuss the idea of Midah Kanegad Midah. Now we go back to the process, step by step, of what was done 
with this Saita woman in the Beis HaMikdash. Her husband would bring her korban mincha. The korban mincha is a korban made up of flour, and the Saita's husband would need to bring a korban on her behalf. And he would bring a basket of flour to the Beis HaMikdash, and he would put the flour in an Egyptian basket. Again, this is as a symbolic idea that she has behaved immorally just like the Egyptians. And he would place the basket on her hands so that she would have to carry it in order to tire her out and make her a bit more stressed. Again, all of these things are in order that she confess that she is guilty if indeed she is guilty. Now, when it comes to actually offering up the flour as a korban mincha, before that is done, the flour needs to be added to one of the Beis HaMikdash's utensils. And the truth is, the mission notes that when it comes to other korbanos of flour, so the person bringing the korban would bring it to the Beis HaMikdash in silver or gold utensils, the same material which in which the clay shores, the Beis HaMikdash's utensils, are made out of. However, they would then have to add it to one of the Besamikdash's utensils, not their own silver or gold dishes. So the Mishnah says, All other korbanos mincha, flour korbanos, their beginning and end was in kleishares. Now that's not to be taken literally. The beginning refers to how the owner would bring it to the Besamikdash, and the end refers to how it was actually offered up. What the mission is saying is that the material used was the same as the material of the Kleishares, whereas Vizay, the mitzres. at the beginning it was in a Egyptian basket, that's how the husband would bring it to the Beis HaMikdash, and then Kleishares, at the end it would be added to a Beis HaMikdash's utensil for the actual process of the carbon to be done in there. Another difference is that all korbanis of flour, korbanis mincha, require oil and levina, frankincense made up of spices. They would require those things to be added to it, and then it would be offered up like that. The zoi, but this korban mincha v'saita, does not require nor oil nor levina, which is frankincense. Now the truth is, there is one other korban mincha, known as a minchas chaite, and that also did not require nor oil nor levina. However, the mission now adds another difference, and this difference does exist even in that case. All Kabbalist Mincha came from um, wheat, flour made out of wheat, but the Mincha Saita, the Saita's Kabbalist Mincha, would come from barley flour. Now, there's also an exception to this one, and that is Mincha Sa'oymer. The Kabbalist Oymer, which is brought on the second day of Pesach, in the Beis HaMikdash, and that is the korban which comes from barley, and it comes from barley which has grown from the new grain. And the truth is it's forbidden to eat grain which grew that year until the korban oimer is brought. That is the function of the korban oimer. And the Mishnah says that this was also from barley, even though it came from barley, nevertheless there was a difference, because he, Geres, the korban oimer, came from very fine flour. It had to be sifted 13 times. So it's extremely fine, fine flour. Whereas the Zoibo Akemach, this carbon of the Saita, would come as the original flour which hadn't been sifted at all. So it still contained all sorts of bits and it wasn't sifted at all. And Amin Gamliel, Amin Gamliel says, he explains what is the explanation of all of these differences, or at least this last difference. Just like the Saito's actions are the actions of an animal, it is not how a human being is expected to behave morally. 
sticking only to her husband, so to her korban is animal food, and her barley is animal food, and it's not sifted at all, and that symbolizes the fact that she behaved in an animal-like way, and this is also an example of Alright, Mishnah base. The next stage in the process, the Kohen would bring a cup made out of new earthenware. Pioli is a Greek word for cup. And he would put into that cup half a loig. A loig is a measurement of a liquid. Half a loig of water from the kir. The water in the kir was considered sanctified. Any water which is contained, and not just water, anything which is contained inside a utensil which belongs to the Beis Amikdash and is used for the Beis Amikdash's service, so that which is placed inside also becomes sanctified. So the water in the kir was sanctified water. And the Torah says that Mayim Kadoshim, holy sanctified water, is required for the Saito's solution which he's going to drink. Rabbi Huda Huda says it wasn't half a loig, it was a quarter of a loig. And the Mishnah notes that Kashem Shemamait Baksov, just like Rabbi Huda's opinion regarding what needs to be written on the parchment, as we're going to see in the next Mishnah, Rabbi Huda's opinion is that less needs to be written on it. There's an argument there in the Mishnah, and Rabbi Huda is the one that says that less things need to be written. So the Mishnah is noting the fact that over there, Rabbi Huda says that ne- less things need to be written, and so too over here, Kachmait Bamayim. So too it is his opinion that less water is required. Alright, so he now has a cup of water, Nichnas Lahechel. The Kohen enters into the actual building of the Beis HaMikdash. Until now they were in the courtyard and by Shar Nikonar. Now the Kohen enters into the Beis HaMikdash building itself. Ufonli Minoi, he turns to the right. When everyone enters into the Beis HaMikdash, they would turn to the right always. The same goes for the Mizbeach. When the Kohen would go up to the Mizbeach, they would always turn to the right and go around that way. So over here as well, he would go in and turn right. And there was a place there on the floor of the Heichal, of the Beis HaMikdash building. A small place, which was one Amor by one Amor. So it was around half a meter by half a meter. And the floor of the Beis HaMikdash was totally made of marble. And on this piece of marble, on the floor, there was There was a ring which was fixed to this square of marble. And that way he could lift up the square, lift it up. When he lifted up that marble, he would take um, dust and soft earth from underneath there, from the actual floor of the Beis HaMikdash, and he would place it into the water in the earthenware cup. Now, how much dust would he add? Not a lot at all. It should be only enough that that should, it should appear on top of the water, that if you look at the water from the top, you can see that there's dust at the top of it. But it shouldn't be mixed a lot of it inside that it be dissolved in the water. Shneem, as the Pesach says, From the dust which will be on the ground, on the floor of the Mishkan, The Kohen will take and place it, literally it means, to the water. The Pesach really should have said, It should place, he should place the dust inside the water, into the water. But it says he should place it to the water. That implies that only the surface of the water should have dust, but it shouldn't be dissolved and all mixed in with the rest of the water.